The reality of today's world is that there are many reasons for parents or caregivers and children to be separated, whether it's through military deployment, divorce, business travel, or other reasons. A separation may be physical, but it doesn't have to be emotional. I'm Nancy Fagan, a family relationship expert, and today we're talking about ways to strengthen and maintain the connection between parents and an away child. This is Parent Savers. Faster than a speeding toddler. Sit still for just a minute. Can soothe boo-boos with a gentle kiss. Did you get down from there? Able to clean poopy bottoms in a single swipe. Oh, what did you eat? Turning frazzled mommies and daddies into procreators of peace and harmony. Ah, quit touching me. It's Parent Savers, empowering new parents everywhere. Welcome back, everybody, to Parent Savers, broadcasting from the Birth Education Center of San Diego. Parent Savers is your online, on-the-go support group for parents with infants and toddlers. I'm your host, John O'Reill. Are you a member of the Parent Savers Club? Our members get bonus content after each show, transcripts, and special discounts from our partners. Visit our website at newmommymedia.com for more information, and that's also where you'll see links to download our Parent Savers apps so you can listen to all of our episodes wherever you go. Sunny, our head mommy at New Mommy Media, is here, and she's got some info on how you can become involved with our podcast. Okay, so we love for our listeners to get involved with the show. We believe this is your show, and you should have some fun with it whenever you can. So we have some segments that you guys can participate in. Everything is on our website, but I'll highlight a few right now. So for Parent Savers, um, we have a whole team of experts that you can ask parenting questions to. So if you have uh, an issue or something that's going on with your infant or toddler and you just want to ask somebody about it, it doesn't have to be necessarily medical advice. You know, it could be anything from, you know, potty training stuff or, you know, why is my child beating up on my other child? Whatever whatever the case may be. You can certainly contact us and we will reach out to our experts and we'll get your, your question answered and then we'll play that on a future episode so other parents can benefit from it. We also have a segment called Our Parenting Ooh. And that's where we share our funny stories of crazy, silly stuff we've done um, as parents where afterwards we're like, what just happened? What what did I do there? What did my child do? That happens every day. Every day, right? (laughs) So everyone should be submitting for this. (laughs) The problem is is we forget them, right? That's how we survive. (laughs) That's why you got to call and remember. (laughs) And then um, we're always looking for um, the apps that you guys use with your infants and toddlers and um, we like to review apps, talk about apps. So if you want to submit for any of those or if you just want to check out all the different ways you can participate in Parent Savers go to newmommymedia.com and uh, if you want to actually submit you'll go to the contact link and you can kind of type it out your response or your question whatever it might be if you actually want to use your own voice and tell your own story or ask your own question yourself you can call our voicemail which is 619-866-4775 and no one will pick up it'll go straight to voicemail and then that way I can just kind of take that little snippet include it in a future episode so You'll become internet famous after being on Parent <laughs> nice. Savers. We got to call it the hotline again. Hotline is the lingo now, right? Isn't that the Drake song? Yeah, but it, hotline means someone's going to pick up, I think. Got so I'm it. Like, well, and some people don't like to talk to people. Nobody That's likes why. to talk to people. <laughs> we are in an informational age yep. where we just want to type it out. All right. Yeah, so definitely um, uh, call that number. Join us. Thanks, Sonny. Yep. Today we're going to be talking about distant parenting with Nancy Fagan from Fairy Goodheart LLC. Did I get that right? You sure did. I got the LLC in. I remember. <laughs> LLC. Um, so welcome. Uh, Thank so you. I'm Johnner. I have three boys, an eight-year-old, a six-year-old, and a four-year-old. Um, we live here in San Diego. By day, I'm a PR guy on the weekends. 
whenever Sunny lets me. Parent savers extraordinary. Exactly. I have a sneaking Superman. <laughs> exactly. It's the, a red cape in case you're wondering. It is. And then we is. just heard from Sunny, but Sunny, how many kids do you have now? Oh, four yeah. and done. I know you do <laughs> the three and done. Right. And done. I do four. It's kind of your favorite. I did one and done, and he's my favorite child. (laughs) I love him more than anybody. (laughs) Nice. Well, any child that I have. Right. And then Nancy has one. So welcome, Nancy. Thank you. All right, let's take a closer look at an app that we think might be good for your family. Uh, Today we're looking at an app called Science Museum Splash. It's a 99-cent app available on the App Store for iOS. It's from GR slash GD Limited, and I'm sure that stands for something, and I don't know what it is. (laughs) But if you're looking on the App Store, just look for the GR slash DD. And and, and then the um, app icon says, like, SCM Splash. Uh, And so what this game is, and it's like a virtual bathtub, and you can kind of hear it. Uh, so kids can like push the spigot, fill their bathtub, you tilt your phone or iPad and the water splashes around and you can add funny little objects like add a rubber ducky, add a little ball, add a boat, see what floats. Then there's some stuff that sinks. There's an anchor, there's a wrench and they sink and then they're all in there and you can interact with them in the water. So what's the goal? What are you trying to do? So here's the thing. The goal for these apps for young <laughs> to kids... to entertain your kid. <laughs> is to entertain your kid, right? And so the goal is... Like, there is no goal. And which is, like, the hardest thing, I think, to understand. Like, especially, like, for older right, kids. Because right. you're like, what? But little kids just want to play around. Yeah. The idea... The thinking and the educational, quote-unquote, science behind this... Yeah. ...is that kids learn through play. And so they're going to learn different things from this app. They'll learn a little bit about how water works. They'll learn about drains. Sort of fitting a bunch of things in cleaning up after themselves, but they'll learn a little about some objects that float and Mm -hmm. some objects that don't. There's some heavy stuff. There's some light stuff. Mm -hmm. They can customize it a little bit, but it really is a sandbox, if you will, for them to just, there is no winner. It's just sort of playing and having fun. And I'm going to turn it off so we don't hear the sonar depth charge anymore. I know. I don't know. What's your, what's your reaction? Deep, that's a deep bathtub. You got sonar going on. <laughs> right. Holy cow. Yeah, but I mean, that's kind of the fun. And I like, for me, like playing around with it and playing around with it with Tyler is like, he really likes the noises mm-hmm. the, and being able to When they plop in the bathtub. They plop in and, and you can keep yeah. making them make the boingy noises. So that's just another idea for an app. There's a mild educational value. You're not hitting kids over the head with like, do six plus seven math right now. Um, Sort of exploring the world in their bathtub. My only concern is that you get them so excited about playing with the phone in the bathtub. Ooh, they want to take the phone in in the bathtub. In real life, yeah. (laughs) Exactly. But that's a whole other layer of parenting decisions that that um, is true. So it's Science Museum Splash. It's 99 cents, GR slash DD Limited. And I think it's kind of cool for your family. You might want to check it out. We'll put a link on the website. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. 
Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. So we're talking about distant parenting. Um, and so I think let's frame exactly what we're kind of talking about with distant parenting and then talk about maybe yeah. why that may happen. Well, I'm glad you asked that because distant parenting, there are two kinds actually. The one we're talking about today, mm-hmm. which is when parents are physically gone and emotionally available. Okay. The other kind, and these are called ambiguous losses because when somebody is away, you, you grieve them, you miss them. The other kind is where they are physically present but emotionally absent. So mm-hmm. in the case of someone who is uh, ill, physically ill or mentally ill, um, somebody who has an addiction, they're not always present. And a lot of what we're talking about today, you can do at home too when you're you know, feeling up to it. It doesn't mm-hmm. have to be all the time. So I'm going to be giving you a lot of tips about that. That's great. And so, yeah, and what we really are focusing on is physically absent but right, emotionally absolutely. present. Yeah. And so what are some reasons why people might be physically absent? Oh, hospitalization is one. Mm-hmm. Um, all the other reasons we mentioned, any kind of physical separation, anything in the military, whether a, a, a spouse is going or a parent is going off, whether it's to war or even training, a six-week training, or my cousin, um, her husband, he is away. He's a drill sergeant of all things. So he's away for sometimes 24 hours at a time, and they have a brand new baby. Mm-hmm. So they're dealing with a lot of that. Um, divorce. Sometimes a divorce will take one parent or the other. Other, uh, far distance away. Sometimes it's simply moving the children out of um, the neighborhood. You know, so it can be five miles across town. It could be 3,000 miles across you know, the country or even in another um, country. Mm-hmm. Business travel is another one. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. um, incarceration is a big one. There are a lot of incarcerated parents, and being able to have a relationship and stay connected is, is absolutely critical. Yeah. There are a lot of studies done, and it's more about it's not necessarily that they're in prison, but if they're in prison and it's about the visitation um, in the visitation room that keeps them connected or not connected and keeps them as a, a family member in the role that they were in before. Yeah. So, you you know, sometimes prisons are set up to have physical contact. Other times they're not. Mm. I can go into a lot of detail yeah. on that, but there are all <laughs> kinds all of reasons. I know. That. You yeah. really can. Yeah. I mean, so there's a lot of reasons why families may be apart. And so you sort of got interested in this through Fairy Goodheart. Through, yeah, from the I, divorce perspective? Yeah, I had a divorce mediation firm in town, and it was a great firm. We, had a, we helped a lot of people. But the parents always came to me, and they always asked me, how can I tell my children about the divorce? How can I help them process the emotions? And they wanted the words. And I thought, boy, this is something that's really missing. I want to help the children in this and mm-hmm. help the family stay connected. And when parents really did put themselves to the side and put the children first, they were able to stay connected. That's, but, I, that seems like something that's so easy to say, isn't. but it must be so oh, hard. Oh, it is like, it mu- It's easy to say, yes. right? But it must be so hard. But you know what? I would say the majority of the people who came to mediation were able to work it, as co-parents effectively. You hear about the bad ones, but they're not the majority. That's good to hear. Yeah, that really is. Um, there's other... We think a lot of times that the parents are apart because um, it, they're the reason that... the. the 
there's a separation. But there is also a category that I call the developmental reasons. And these are reasons that the children are apart from the parent because of the developmental stages the children are going through. So, for instance, starting preschool, Mm -hmm. starting kindergarten, um, going away to a grandparent's or another relative's for the night, even staying the night at a friend's house. There's a separation there. And developmentally, they're not ready for it a lot of times. So you can prepare for it in advance. Okay. And so I think that we definitely want to get to some tips. Yeah. Uh, and then the most important thing to remember about distance parenting is that you have to maintain a sense of connectedness. You need to do it frequently enough, and you have to do it when you say you're going to do it so the child keeps yeah. that trust with you. And it's, it, it's just a way to help you build strong parent-child relationships, but it's absolutely critical to do it. I think about that. So, I mean, the one that the category that we would fall in here would be business travel. So every so often I have to go – I have to right. take a trip, and, and it may be – recently I think I'd take a 10-day business trip. Uh, and but you have a four-year-old, right? Yeah, it's an eight, a six, and a four-year-old. Right, yeah. that's really hard. On and, the and so, uh, I, my coping mechanism seems to be that oh, they're fine and they don't need me and they'll miss me in, in my own world. Right? It probably is a little bit of denial because mom might be more important than yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> right. But um, th- those times to like. To set a time and to keep your promises about when are we going to, hey, well, can we do a FaceTime or what? how can we connect? Right. And it, a lot of times it's hard for the parent who's away because they don't know what to do and they're outside of their routine. Right. And in today's world, there's so many apps and, and just different devices and technology, and we'll get into that a lot more in detail, mm-hmm. that make it easier. And that's why this um, talk is important today, because it's going to teach people some skills that they don't have. And the more connected you are, uh, you're going to feel better as a parent. You're going to know that your role is there at home when you're apart or you know when you return home. And so as adults, I mean, so I was saying that I just kind of feel like, oh, they're resilient. They'll be better. Like, I don't want to remind them that I'm gone. I mean, oh, they know you're com- gone. I mean, is that it, but is that a common way for adults to deal with it as it opposed is. to like kids? It absolutely is. Yeah. Um, there are two kinds of thinking. Children usually between the ages of 11 and 16, I, I believe those are the dates. That is when children start to develop more of the adult mind and they're able to think more abstractly like we do. Prior to that, and uh, children who are less mature and then also children with disabilities are they there aren't they aren't able to think other than concrete thinking and if you think of a concrete block um that's what concrete thinking is it's somebody um who thinks in the facts here and now um my little precious granddaughter here's an example she's 4 years old and her mom sent me a video the other day and she had her suitcase out and she said what are you doing nico and she said i'm packing for great wolf lodge at christmas time so her thinking was if i pull out my suitcase that means i get to see you know, grandma and grandpa again. Yeah. But that isn't, that's concrete thinking. They're not able to say, okay, you know, here's a calendar. Christmas is still a ways away. So you have to realize that you do not think like your children think. Yeah, that's true. I mean, yeah. And the four-year-old, as you had mentioned, like that's the one you brought up with me taking that trip. Absolutely. Like, is, it, is it my birthday yet? Is it Halloween? Like, yeah, they don't have, they just know concrete. That's it. What's today? What's right in and front of them? I do not equate children to dogs, but the dog will sit <laughs> and wait for you. They know your schedule. They know about when you're going to come home because the light changes and different things happen. Maybe mm-hmm. somebody comes home before you do, but they know that you're going to come home eventually and they sit and wait, and wait, and wait. That's kind of the mindset of a young child. They look at the here and now. So they're when you're gone for 10 days, they don't uh, understand it at yeah. all. And if you think about it, and a lot in their life, they're just 
told where to go, what to do, and mm-hmm. oh look, I'm in the middle of a store now. Right, oh. that's it. That's it. Yeah. And so the more routine and regular and keep your promise with them, the better. You have to keep the promise. But also when you say you're going to communicate, make sure it's a time that's going to work for you. If you're maybe out of town and you're attending a conference or something that's mm-hmm. work-related, if you know that 10 a.m. in the morning is a bad time for you, do not tell them you're going to talk to them at 10 a.m. on Saturday because you're going to tell them you know one excuse after the other, and that breaks the trust. And the most critical bonding that you have with a parent is that trust. Well, that's great. I think I do want to dive into the tips. So let's take a quick break, and then in the second part, we'll um, dig into a ton of tips. We've got a lot of cool tips. There's these adorable stuffies from Fairy Goodharder here that we'll have on the website that you can see on our website. Um, So we'll be right back. Welcome back, everybody, to Parent Savers. Today, we're talking about distant parenting with Nancy Fagan from Fairy Goodheart LLC. Um, so let's dive into some tips. We, we sort of, I think, touched on a little bit with like FaceTime and communicating, but let's talk about ways for, for a distant parent to stay connected with their away child. Okay. I want you to think of it as a three-prong approach. If you, for instance, if you are going to be going away, you either know about it in advance or it comes up all of a sudden. If it comes up all of a sudden, you can't do a lot of planning. However, if you know you're going to be out, you want to do things, make plans before you leave. You want to do other activities when the parent is away, when you're away as a parent. And then especially for military or long departures, work-related, when you, the third part is about return. You want to do things when you return. Mm. So, for instance, before you leave, you want to talk to the kid about the trip. You want to explain where you're going and why. If you need to pull out a map, it can also be educational, but don't make it sound like you're a teacher. They're going to really tune out. (laughs) Um, You want to say how much you're going to miss them. Now, if they're very young, and that's why, you know, this stuffed animal works, they talk through their stuffed animals. So trying to communicate with them directly like you do an adult, it doesn't work Mm -hmm. because they communicate through play and instead of conversation. So you might pick up one of their favorite stuffed animals and say, you know, do you know that um, your stuffed animal, what's your your four-year-old's favorite stuffed animal? Uh, well, he's, uh, we'll, we'll say Captain Barnacles. Okay, Captain his, Barnacles. His octonauts guy. Oh, <laughs> I, yeah. Yeah. I don't even know what that is. <laughs> but you're... You have to tell me the name again. Captain Cap- Barnacles. Captain Barnacles. Okay. <laughs> so you want to take Captain Barnacles and, and say, do a little play therapy. Mm-hmm. You know, not real play therapy, but, you know, talk through it. You know, do you think Captain Barnacles is going to miss his daddy when he goes on a trip? Yeah. And he'll, he'll be very honest. He'll be a lot more honest in his communication than he will if you're asking him because he doesn't realize that that's because his brain isn't developed yet, yeah. that he's actually talking about his real feelings. So if he says, oh, I cry myself to sleep every single night uh, or uh, Capital Bar can I- Captain Barnacles <laughs> Cap- can you give Barnacles. me an easier name Cal- Quasi so I'm going to say go with Quasi Pe- no I'll do peso? Captain Barnacles Peso, peso. Right. let's go with Peso I can do Peso <laughs> <laughs> no I'm thinking Pedro of uh, Napoleon Dynamite yeah. um, Peso so you want to say you know take um, his uh, Captain Barnacles and maybe talk to Peso saying, do you do you realize that um, when Captain Barnacles is away, he misses you? Yeah. <laughs> and so you want to talk through the stuffed animals about his emotion and the child will have no idea you're talking about him. That's a him. fascinating tip. Like I, actually, I, I can't wait to try that. I mean, even oh, though I'm yeah. not leaving anywhere, like yeah. to really tap into... 
Oh, um, and little side tip, you can do it with adults, too. They don't really realize <laughs> what they're doing. And you can always tell if somebody's telling the truth by yes. their body language because 93% is either tone of, uh, tone of voice or the body language. So if you want to see if a kid is lying especially, look at their waist down. That gives it away if they're shuffling their feet or tapping or you see their fence, their fist you know, down below their waist and they're clenching their fist. But they're saying, I didn't do it, Mom. I didn't do it, Mom. Uh, you know you know that they're lying. But yeah. anyway, that's digressing so, a little bit. But so preparing the kids is explaining, right? And I think yeah, you want even to if it seems like it's not really sinking in, you're either explaining yeah. or through role playing, it totally helps set the stage. It really right? does. So you want to take two of his stuffed animals. You might even ask him or the, a daughter, who's your strong stuffed animal? Who's the mommy stuffed animal? Um, and you'll say, and who's, who's the baby? Who's their little girl? Who's their family? Mm-hmm. And have them gather them around and talk through the adult and say, well, do you know, you know, Captain Barnacles is saying, well, I'm going to be going in a way, a way, a trip to LA for 10 days. And then little Pedro, I know that's the wrong name. I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Peso, money. Okay. Peso. You know, what can little Peso do? What do you think he does to feel better? And the Mm -hmm. kid might say, well, he doesn't know what to do better, you know, to make him feel better. And you might say, well, you know, how about if you hang on to Mr. Bar- Barnacles and s- sing him the lullaby that Daddy sings him? And so you do, you kind of teach them that yeah. way through the stuffed animal, and then they will do it. Everything sinks in. You hear that they're, you know, like a sponge, and they yeah. really are. And, and so that's kind of a tip, like for like a planned trip. Um, yeah, but that might also work in like a divorce situation too. Oh, absolutely. Just explaining the timing of what's yeah. coming up. You really need to. Yeah. Um. You need to have a calendar, and that's one of the things you want to do. If it's divorce, you can do something, especially if it's a high-conflict family. There's something called ourfamilywizard.com, mm-hmm. and you can input everything there. If it's high-conflict, everything is saved. Nothing can be deleted. The court can tell you that you need to do it. You can put it in your mediation agreements, and you log on there. You you type in. You put schoolwork, teachers' names, hospital information. You have a calendar of visitations and time Mm -hmm. and all communication can be done through there so if it gets to the point where there are a lot of lies going on or a lot of fighting it you can't delete it that way because the attorneys can look at it the judge can look at it you have certain key people on your team or you can use it in a a family that's not a high conflict Mm -hmm. just to manage everything you know uh, medical records everything are kept there all right so then that was the first prong was the preparation Right. right Okay, and then the second prong. And the second one is that while you're gone, there are a lot of different things that you can do. And it's easy to forget. So you have to set an alarm on your phone or something, mm-hmm. a reminder so that you follow through. And this, I think, is what a lot of people are looking for, yeah. too. Like, what can you do when you're gone? Oh, there's so many different things. Um, you can leave notes ahead of time and maybe even hand them to your spouse if it's not divorce and have them put them maybe under the child's pillow every single night or in the lunch pail. And, you know, if it's in your writing, you might even draw funny pictures that, uh, you know, are little mm-hmm. secret things between the the parent and the child um like with my ex-husband um when we went through a divorce he'd always make little funny pictures and notes and we were not high conflict it was, it was an ideal divorce um but it, it was just little things like wank, wank, and you know little words typed out he's an engineer so he mm-hmm. he did little drawings and it was really cute and it meant so much to my son so little things like that so you can give them if it's not divorce or even if it's a a, a friendly divorce you can give them little notes like that so that mm-hmm. when they're away they have something yeah 
Um, you can hide notes in the suitcase before they leave. Have the child sit down and draw a special little note and say, okay, I'm going out of the room. Now stick the little note in there and then I'll find it tonight. I'll have to look for it. And the children are so silly. You know, they put it like on the bottom of the suitcase or in a sleeve <laughs> or something. You might have to search for it actually. And then, you know, it gives them a real kick. Oh, I read your note. It meant so much. And if you can take a picture of yourself holding that note and send it to them, it means so much to them. Um, with older kids, if you're going somewhere, you can work with MapQuest or, you know, any of the other like travel, um, travel, what is that advisor? I think it's called. Yeah, TripAdvisor. TripAdvisor. And say, hey, I'm going to be staying, maybe I'm going to Singapore and I'm staying at this hotel called the G Hotel. Mm -hmm. And you know, what kind of food, you know, what do you recommend uh, going to? So then the kid tells you, okay, go down the street to this and, you know, it's fresh fish or whatever. You snap a picture. Wow, I really, I ate the place and I really liked it. It was a great suggestion. So they're involved. They're taking your advice and and they love it. And then you get to say, oh, I picked up the napkin from this place or I'm bringing home the chopsticks or I I found, you know, I'm, I'm saving the shell for you. You know, whatever it is. Or, you know, they have this kind of fruit. It's called durian. Now, I know this from experience. It's the nastiest tasting fruit, but <laughs> they love it over there. And in Singapore, it's very strong. They, well, I won't go into detail on that, but you can say, oh, you know, here's an app, a smell app, and you, you know, send it to them on the durian and they'll smell it. And they'll say, oh my gosh, it's horrible smell. It's the worst thing you can ever, ever imagine. Whoa, it's nasty. What's the smell app? I need to know yeah, that. What too. is the smell app? Is there an app oh, that- I don't know. I'm just <laughs> okay, making up. I'm like- sure that there is. There, there have- well, you know, smell a vision did not work. So I don't know if the smell right. app is going to work All either. Right. Uh, I don't know. There has to be something. I'm positive that there's something Million out there. Right here, right yeah. here. Okay. I'm sure it's out there. No, but that uh, that's that's cute too. Like, uh, yeah. Well, there's another one that I know that teenage boys like, and this one is out there. And uh, you can cut it out if it's not appropriate here. But um, it's a fart a day. So you can send an email fart of the day to your child. Teenagers love it. And then they send it back to them. It's all different noises from you know kaboom kaboom to you know tweet. Listen, if that's listen, if that's <laughs> that what it takes. Teens? Well, that's if that's teens. what it takes, yeah, because like, my boys would like that yeah. now. And husbands, oh yeah, five and three. yes, and, and yes, husbands. and wives. Yeah, too. come on. <laughs> so even again with boys, I my son, he he's grown now. He's twenty six, but he had a little fart machine, and if it's a distance thing, you can use it like okay, you know, when you and mom are coming to pick up, pick me up at the airport or something, and stick it in her purse, and you can push it, and it'll sound like she <laughs> farted. And you know, he used to do so many funny things with that. Oh, it was so embarrassing. But at a distance, you know, you're staying connected. You right. may be coming up with a plan. Just being a little bit creative because it's hard to think of ideas. Well, and I mean, if that's what it takes to have to make a connection. That's all I it mean, is. Yeah. And boys yeah. connect with, with a stuff. parent by, especially a father, by being goofy. So think of goofy ways. You know, it, just like if you're at work, you know, for the day and maybe you were supposed to be on the day off, you can, you know, do silly things like that. And yeah. sending t- text and you know being on skype all the time that's my son lives in new zealand right now going to graduate school and we'll be on skype or even facetime it just we'll just leave it on for hours in the evening while he's doing his homework and studies and i'm doing whatever i'm doing and they'll say hey mom look at this and he'll send it to me and i'll see it instantly so i can hear him and and we don't have to think of things to talk about because he's a guy and he doesn't talk (laughs) (laughs) so it's kind of like they're being they're right there in the room with you like you would just normally say something to someone but it doesn't have to be constant communication it's just kind of you know the device is open skype is open whatever and is that kind of how you treat it 
that's exactly how we treat it. We can ignore each other we just can. like that's we did at home. home. That's, <laughs> that's just it. I mean, what way to feel close and to, you know, be ignore present but not talk. Exactly. <laughs> okay. So let's get into technology. When you're gone, there are some big deals, um, things that happen in a normal kid's life every day. You have homework. You have chores. You have story time. Those are probably the three biggest. Mm-hmm. And then activities that they're doing. Uh, for story time, there's a new one that I just found, and it's called Kid – Kinoma, um, Kinoma, K-I-N-D-O-M-A. Okay. Have you ever heard of it? I don't know. It's so new to me. I don't know how to pronounce it. But um, it's an iPad app, and it lets you pick from a library any kind of fairy tales and all kinds of classics from the library. So what's nice about it, it's not that you're just reading to them. On the screen, on the top right-hand corner and the top left-hand corner, you can see the parent and you can see the child so that they're always there. But what's really neat about this is that you can stop anytime you want. You can stop it for a discussion. But there's another one that I think I like even more. They're $10 to $35. You can record your voice so that the child hears your voice reading to them. And it has, it, this is a special one. Um, it has special sensors so that when you're reading it, the child, the app is able to sense if you flip the page or not. So the child can't just flip and flip and flip. Um, let's say that they flip from the first page to the last page. You're going to hear your dialogue on each page because mm. you record them individually. Yeah. But that way, you know, if the child's busy looking at a picture, gets distracted and comes up and picks it up later, there you are reading two of them again. And you don't need to be present for that one. That is really cool. Yeah, and then another one that's silly, again, for like school-age children, you can go to Jib Jab. Are you familiar oh, with that? Oh, yeah, Jib Jab. Yeah, a lot of people know it for uh, politics, but they have all kinds of funny things on there. And they star you, or you can make it star your family. You can make somebody, you can make the dog doing a dance and a song. You can do it for anything. When the Elf Yourself people do it for yes. not just elves anymore. It's yeah. Right. For everything. Yeah, everything. Yeah. It's hilarious. Uh-huh, you yeah. can put your head on Kim Kardashian. You can put your dog's head on Kim Kardashian and, you know, do some kind of dance or dancing with the stars. I don't know if they have that. Um, but these are animated cards that you create if you're not familiar with them. And you can put, like you said, anybody's picture them in them. But they're about a dollar a month. You can do as many as you want. It's pretty reasonable. So, you know. So we've talked about like FaceTime and Skype and some of these others. Do you have some? Yeah, there's a fun one. This is another new one that I discovered, and it's through Google Hangouts. It's called Scoot and Doodle. Okay. Now, this is for your little fashionista or your little artist. You go on there. It's a face-to-face session, so you can see the people, and you draw pictures together. But even better than that, you can uh, do homework. You can put the homework up there, and you can it, you have uh, five different markers from thin to thick and different colors, and you can work on the problem together. Or you can ask them, how are you solving this they can solve it and that way you see if your kid is just trying to you know blow you know hot air or or not or if they really know how to work it It, technology makes it easy for you these days there's no excuse not to connect just like that reba mcintyre song i don't remember what it's called but it's about a phone why aren't you contacting me and now Um, it's a facetime right yeah facetime anything but it's a way to help the parents and children stay connected so absolutely use it the more you invest in your child in that relationship the stronger you're going to be my kid um the eight-year-old has an ipod and so they're like he'll like to text emojis and he sends the sweetest texts like it's unbelievable like dad i love you and then like twelve emojis that are like, but like, and but him being empowered and having 
doesn't he can't text whoever he wants, but he's in touch with me and the, his and grandparents. You know what? You brought up a really important part, uh, a point. If your child is more lovey-dovey like that, you want to communicate in their style mm -hmm. by being lovey-dovey back to them, sending that instead of like, oh, here's King Kong. He's going to step all <laughs> over you or um, or peso or any of those things. <laughs> but if you're a child who connects through goofy things, you want to connect with them in that way. So make sure that you know how each child communicates and communicate in their style because then they're going to feel loved. So we talked to uh – at the end of the first part, I was sort of distilling it that it seemed like communicate was one of the most important things. But the other thing that seems to be the recurring theme about staying connected from afar is being very thoughtful. And very it's not just going to be a spontaneous thing. You need to really plan it. It needs to be important. Mm -hmm. And it needs to – I mean – but I don't mean to daunt people that it has to be planned. But – it has to be very thoughtful. It has to be thoughtful. It has to be a conscious effort, a deliberate effort deliberate, to make yeah. it happen. Yeah. That, so that's seeming what's really important to you. What do you think is the most important thing to remember for folks engaged oh, in distant parenting? Uh, I mentioned either uh, earlier, but uh, again, just as a recap, you want to be uh, consistent. You want to consistent. be frequent. You you just want to make it a priority. Take even one minute out of your day to send a very quick text. You know, I'm just thinking about you have a great day at school today. I know it's your test, but you're going to do real well. Anything. Very simple so that they feel remembered. Thank you so much for joining us. I hope that answered some questions. I mean, I think there's enough material here that we could do two or three more episodes. And so we might have to try to figure out something to do. But this was great. So glad to get to meet you and so glad to get to have this conversation. Thanks, oh, thank Nancy. you. It was a, a pleasure being here. Thank you, everybody, for listening to Parent Savers um, and for joining us today. If you do want more information, you can go to it's fairygoodheart.com. Yes. Right? Um, you can also go to newmommymedia.com, parentsavers.com, and any of those. And we'll have more info and we'll have a link to Nancy's site. Uh, we'll continue the conversation uh, after this uh, with a bonus question just for members of our Parent Savers Club. So that's another reason to uh, join the club. Join what are we going to talk about? You don't know if you're not in the club. <laughs> I don't know. All right. For more information about that, too, go to the, uh, the member portion of our website. We have an email from one of our listeners. She says, uh, my name is Jamie, and she's from Los Angeles. She's pregnant with her second child, and her first child is almost four. My husband and I are very concerned because we don't want our older child to be jealous of the new baby. She's the first grandbaby and has had been the center of attention ever since she was born. So do you have any suggestions on how to prepare our older child for the arrival of her new sibling? Hi, Jamie. This is Susie Walton from Indigo Village. In response to your daughter and the four-year-old and having a new baby being born, a couple ideas is when the baby's born and she comes to see you the first time after the baby's born, be sure that you are and your partner are not holding the baby in that moment so she can come right to you and you can hold her and hug her. And, you know, don't say, you know, I wouldn't do a big, oh, here's your baby. So finally here. Just let the, whoever's there, the grandparents or something, hold the baby and just check in with her and your four-year-old. And also you'd want to like maybe have like a baby doll for her to give her in that moment. And what I'm basically telling you is low-key the newborn. Eventually she'll like, oh, the baby or something like that. And that's fine. But the biggest thing is not to get her all excited and making her think she should be so excited about the baby. If she's excited, let her be excited on her own time. And then in general, right now, before baby comes, you want to get her started to do things that can help you out. You know, you can call her, your, you're my assistant or my helper, but stay with saying good helper. Just say your helper or you're my assistant. How about if you're the kitchen assistant and you can help me put dishes in the dishwasher? 
let's say you have a dog, you're the boss of the dog, and so make sure the dog has food. Start giving her responsibilities ASAP. So when your hands are full, when baby comes, she's not going to feel like all of a sudden you're making her do this stuff because you don't want her to be around or you're too busy for her. So hopefully that will work for you. Congratulations on baby number two, and feel free to call back if you have any other questions. That wraps up our show for today. We appreciate you listening to Parent Savers. Don't forget to check out our sister shows, Preggy Pals for Expecting Parents, The Boob Group for Moms Who Breastfeed, Twin Talks for Parents of Multiples, and Newbies for those going through it for the first time. This is Parent Savers, empowering new parents. This has been a new mommy media production. The information and material contained in this episode are presented for educational purposes only. Statements and opinions expressed in this episode are not necessarily those of New Mommy Media and should not be considered facts. While such information and materials are believed to be accurate, it is not intended to replace or substitute for professional medical advice or care and should not be used for diagnosing or treating health care problem or disease or prescribing any medication. If you have questions or concerns regarding your physical or mental health, or the health of your baby, please seek assistance from a qualified health care provider. How would you like to have your own show on the New Mommy Media Network? We're expanding our lineup and looking for great content. If you're a business or organization interested in learning more about our co-branded podcasts, visit our website at newmommymedia.com. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Hey, mamas. Don't forget to check out Mighty Moms. It's our online community built for new moms just like you. Not only can you connect with other moms, but you can also join us backstage for special mom-only online events. And you'll also be notified when we're recording so you can join us as a special guest. Visit our website, newmommymedia.com, and click on the Mighty Moms banner. It's free. That's newmommymedia.com. See you there.